You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello again, and welcome to the Bible Plus podcast. Today we're on chapter 17 of the book of Acts, and we're continuing along and following Paul's journey um, throughout the earth, throughout the world, and he continues on um, into three cities, three places in chapter 17. The first one is Thessalonica, Berea is the second, and finally Athens. But there's a lot of revelation and a lot of emphasis we need to bring out in his journey to Athens. But but to start off, he's in Thessalonica, and you might recognize the city because there's two epistles that are written to the Thessalonians, first and second Thessalonians. And this is where he first begins to preach the gospel um, to the believers there, to the Jews there. And so he goes into the synagogue of the Jews and everyone knows this. He says that it's according to his custom. He just goes there to the synagogue of the Jews and he just wants to open the scriptures, reveal Christ in the scriptures to them so that they may be saved. And so there's a, there's a testimony of, of Paul and Silas of how they are conducting themselves and how people view them whenever they come visit to different cities, different places, different regions. Verse six says, these men who have upset the world have come here also. This is the testimony that the, that men saw from Paul and Silas. These men upset the world. We want to be those people who upset the world. We don't want to be those who are following the trend of this age, who are following the world and all of its cultural and society uh, things. But we want to be those who upset the world because we need to announce, proclaim Jesus as the gospel. And we need to upset people's lives and change their lives and cause them to repent and turn to God. Right. And so we need to be those who upset the world. Anyways, we go on to Berea and that's um, awesome to just see that they're receiving the word even with more eagerness, all eagerness, it says, and examining the scriptures daily to see these things were so, to see whether these things were so. And so as Paul and Silas were at the synagogue of the Jews, these people were excited to see Jesus in all these scriptures. But we continue on to Athens and here Paul sent off by the brothers to to Athens, and as far as we know, this Silas and Timothy remained in Berea, um, and there's a command for them to come. But as Paul is just waiting for them to come to Athens, he's just walking around the city, if you can imagine, just wandering around Athens, and his spirit's provoked. His spirit's provoked because what he sees, what he realizes, what he acknowledges, what he observes, is a city full of idols. And I want to take a step back before we dive into this portion. Athens was a cultural center in the ancient world. It was the leading city of ancient Greece. And all the great philosophers would gather there to discuss their philosophies and to reason amongst themselves. And so we realized that Paul came to this place where there was such a center 
of enlightenment and science, literature and art. And Paul's visit to this place, to this center, was to bring the gospel of the kingdom to those of the highest culture. But we realize even those with the highest culture, they are still looking for something to worship. There's a city full of idols. There's a city full of statues of different religions, different deities, and Paul is just observing all these things. And we find out that even the highest culture could not prevent people from worshiping idols. Within every man, within all mankind, there is a God-shaped vacuum. There is a spirit within man that desires to worship something higher than themselves, a higher being. And we see this in the book and in the city of Athens with these high-minded philosophers needing idols to worship. And he finally, as he's walking, as he's being led to Areopagus, he passes through and he he talks about. Um, he, he then gives a speech and he says, as he was passing through, he found an altar, and he found one of these objects of worship, and it was inscribed. This is verse twenty-three, by the way. It was inscribed to an unknown god. These Athenians. All these philosophers, though they may have had the greatest philosophies, the smartest minds, the sharpest minds, they still had an unknown God. And therefore, Paul, in his preaching, in his sermon, in his message to these Athenians, men of Athens, he says, he says, this God that you do not know, that you worship without knowing, this I announce to you. He knows this God. He realizes this God. He, this is the God who saved him, dynamically converted him, who Paul has now known so personally, and he's been proclaiming this God as his Savior to all mankind. And now he's here in Athens, preaching it to the men of Athens. And he says, this God who made the world and all things in it, Lord of heaven and earth, does not even dwell in temples nor made with hands. He's not served by human hands. He doesn't need anything in addition. Yet he gives himself to all life and gives breath to all things. And he he's so knowledgeable. He, he knows when every nation should be rising up and falling and all the appointed seasons and the boundaries of the dwelling. And this shows that God in his sovereignty, in his omnipotence, he has purposely arranged this world situation and much more our personal situation that we might seek God. That's what verse 27 says. God has done so many things from appointing, from making heaven and earth, from being Lord of heaven and earth to and even giving life and breath to all things and appointing the nations and making the boundaries. It's all for man to seek God, that they would grope for him and find him. And even to realize that he's not that far from any one of us. Today, he's a spirit. We realize that he's a spirit today and he's he's one call away. We can just call, oh, Lord Jesus, we can pray because he lives in us and he's the spirit in us today. But he is Paul. This is what Paul is preaching to the Athenians. 
that this, all these idols that they have worshipped, that they have created, that they have structured and designed, they're meaningless because they still don't know who their God is. And Paul is giving his personal account, his testimony of who this God is. And he says, now is not the time to be ignorant. Now is the time to repent. Turn away from these idols, from these unknown structures, unknown sculptures, and turn to the living God. Turn to the God, that God of the universe, the God who saves. And this is the gospel that Paul preaches to the men at Athens. And this is such an amazing revelation because today we are not looking upwards into the sky to know wonder and imagine who God is. Rather, we know who our God is. And those around us who may not have the chance, who may not have the full knowledge of who God is, we need to be like Paul. We need to be those who proclaim the knowable God to people. No longer unknown, but a known God to all mankind.